Hello, guys. Welcome to Slaying Giants. This is Joe Sneed. Day two of me being here at the SBC yearly meeting in Nashville. Day one of official meeting with the messengers. Day one of voting. Man, a lot has happened. Uh both good and bad. This update is going to be short because I've got to quickly eat lunch and then get back to the conference hall so I do not lose a spot for voting. They expect the voting this afternoon to be out. I mean, unbelievable. I've uh, heard that registration is over 16,000 people, which is the largest in decades. And um, yesterday, last night, I gave an update, said, hey, things look like they're doing pretty good, you know, cautiously optimistic. Well, I knew things were yeah, I should have known it was it was too good to be true. <laughs> On um Sunday and Monday, I found out that some some votes were made that removed members of the Conservative Baptist Network from certain key uh certain key committees, <clears throat> and that's not good. So that was a bad thing that was done. Um, that if you listen to Matt Williams' uh, YouTube report, he kind of talks about that. And he was talking about the SBC News. Well, some people here were handing that out, and I got a copy of it so I can look over while I'm sitting there in the conference hall waiting for things to start up again, kind of read what he was talking about in more detail. Anyways, so that notwithstanding, there was, uh, it was exciting, I'll say, to see so many people there who care so much about uh, Christ Church and the way how our money is used. And so it was so good to see everyone there. Okay, so what happened? Well, there's a lot of procedural things going on, a lot of voting, you know, on different things. There were some, uh, the executive committee, which com- the executive committee, which has come under, um, a lot of criticism lately for how they use funds and whatnot were uh they had brought up several resolutions to the um the uh the book of order to the constitution basically uh most were accepted but a few were struck down in resounding fashion one uh the basically came down to two things number one the uh the executive committee is under investigation for corruption and they were going to give themselves even more power over the finances allow them to ha- create an escrow account for all money given to them and people were like whoa 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 we can't do this while well, you guys are under investigation um f- well but then they were also going to do it f- for uh the the s- seminaries and I uh, I left a bu- left my stuff in the room uh, to save my spot, um, but basically, the seminaries are were saying that the executive committee was going to give themselves more power over the money, and that would not only give them more power, more top down po- uh, power instead of bottom up with our money, but also would have caused credentialing issues with the seminaries and so the president the head of the southern baptist seminaries i forget his name and i've I've disagreed with him on some things but he great raised a great point that this needs to be struck down so i mean it was almost unanimously struck down so uh 
There was another issue where Lifeway, and for those of you who don't know, but Lifeway is owned by the Southern Baptist Convention, was going to remove some language. The proposal by the executive committee was to remove some language about, excuse me, about uh, what they, who they, their mission of who they support. And they were going to remove language that said they supported homeschoolers and students in college. And it was just very strange why they were going to remove that. Someone said, why are you removing that? And he goes, well, you know, we we still will, you know, we still produce great educational material and people can take it and use it for their uh, adopted for homeschooling. But anyways, they brought it to a vote. And originally, Greer goes, okay, it's, you know, that, that objection was defeated. And people are like, whoa, 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 because it didn't. He goes, okay, I'm, he goes, I'm not trying to hoodwink anybody, which is funny because in 2019, it sure looked like he tried to hoodwink us and get Resolution 9 passed. But anyways, he, he said, I'm not, I'm not trying to hoodwink anyone. So he goes, so, okay, if you're for it, raise your hand and stand, you know, raise up your ballot and stand up. So people did. And he says, if you're against it, raise your ballot and stand up. And we people stood up and was like, oh, okay. So I guess it wasn't quite as obvious. So then we officially voted and turned it in and they're going to do a count and uh, let us know the results of that. Also, a uh, lot of good, the, the resolutions we're going to vote on this afternoon, a lot of the resolutions were already, I mean, the time to submit that was a while ago and they were, the committees already decided which ones would come to the floor. And several from the conservatives, of course, were uh, struck down. So Tom Askell and his, uh, the guy he's on the, the, his uh, show with, I forget his name, but they raised several good resolutions and several motions from the floor that were people were seconded and they're going to, we're going to, they again go back to committee and then we discuss it and vote on it. But then there was one where uh, Tom Askell, when they were we were voting to approve the budget, where Askell raised a resolution that no that that uh, no funds would go to any third party entity that taught critical race theory. I believe was how we said it, uh, third party, and and then um. Greer, you know, they, he said, hold a second. He huddled back with the other guys. Um, and, and Askell and Greer have had a very, the butt, butted heads a lot, as you can, as you might, might know. Um, Askell's one of the biggest guys calling out critical race theory and what Greer and, and Moore have done. Um, well, more, and then after they huddled for a little bit, Greer goes, um, I'm going to call that out of order because we can't legally enforce it. And, you know, it has to be more specific. And then Askell got upset and said, hey, we've got the largest number of messengers here in decades. I think we should vote on it. So Gerd goes, okay, we're going to bring it to a vote. And it came to a vote and it was close. And it, I mean, it, it, it was defeated. Askell's resolution was defeated and the budget was accepted. Uh, but there, I mean, there was a lot of people voting for it. Now, the thing is, that can be spun to say, you know, they were just, I mean, that can be looked at as well. Askell, they're just rejecting Askell's uh, resolution and they're going to they're gonna keep 
teaching critical race theory. I mean, however, the thing was, I was talking with the guy next to me. It really was, I, I wish Askell had worded it more specific because it really was, immediately we could tell, it was. it's unenforceable the way he he um, he worded it. And so I wish it had been a little bit more precise, you know, and according to the rules, it could not stand. So anyways, I, but then someone else brought a different resolution saying that all, um, SBC entities, including the seminaries teach that SBC is wrong and incompatible with, um, with the gospel with the Baptist faith and message, and and why it's wrong, and so that and that passed, and so <laughs> that goes back to committee now. So that would be great because it's not only is it where because in the past we've had the seminaries and others they sign resolutions saying, oh yeah yeah we disagree with critical race theory it's wrong it's bad, but then they turn around and teach the very thing in their seminaries. It's very. I hate to say it, but it's very two-faced, speaking out of both sides of their mouth. This, though, would require them to teach it that it's wrong and why it's wrong. So that was pretty awesome. And there was a lot of other moments like that. Um, it, it's interesting. It was kind of like baseball. Long periods of boringness mixed with intense periods of excitement. So uh, I'll give you more of an update tonight. Um, and then I got to eat quickly, go back so we can vote on president, first vice president, second vice president, and then the resolutions, the big time stuff, the most important stuff. And, uh, this morning I made it over to the conservative Baptist network breakfast and I was very encouraged. There were thousands of people in there. It was, it was put on by Liberty university and it was packed. And I heard lots of people speak, including, uh, Erwin Lutzer spoke there. Um, Todd Starn spoke. And um, it's interesting, Todd Starnes made a comment. He goes, as a Southern Baptist convention goes, so goes the nation. And that's how important this is, folks. I mean, it's it's important in many different ways. We need to, the Southern Baptist convention, it's not a church, you know, technically it's not a seminary, but our churches, I think, was it 13,000 churches cooperate in it, have done so much together to further the gospel and make disciples <clears throat> that... Yeah, I want to. I want to salvage it. There's some conservatives who are like, "Nope, burn it all down. It's unsalvageable." I think there's a chance we can salvage it, but I. But it cannot be corrupted. We cannot allow it to be corrupted. We can't just slow the tide of of drift. We have to. We have to reverse it. Um. Otherwise, we will have to split into smaller entities, um, at least two. Uh, but Lord willing, that won't happen. But the worst scenario is it gets corrupted and we stay together. <laughs> and so we need to, and lots of questions were brought up about how money was used and why we, we need to stop funding our own destruction. And then also, since it was, this was so great, this Tom Askell's, the guy who's on the show with him, and I wish I could remember his name. I'm going to tell you guys, Longshore, I think I want to say. Anyways, since you know, many of you know, as uh, Russell Moore was leaving, as he's out the door from the ERLC, just... A few weeks before the convention, he writes this slanderous letter against all Baptists and against Mike Stone, talking about how there was all these different abuse uh, instances of sexual abuse that were going on that he knew about, 
and that, you know, the Baptists did so much and that they covered it up and that he couldn't just stay, he couldn't stay there so much. So, and the open racism that was, you know, this just was being covered up. So he had to leave. Well, but that means he knew about it for years and he did nothing. So the, uh, the other guy from the, um, from founders brought ministry brought up, he says, I think because Russell Moore has basically admitted to knowing about all these things going on and not doing it, we need to investigate him and investigate ERLC for what the, all the things going on. It was glorious. And it was voted for in a huge portion. Anyways, this is a lot of good things going on, folks. We need to get this done. Most of the brothers and sisters, I believe, are true brothers and sisters in Christ. They've just been deceived. They're, they've been taken down the wrong road. There's a swamp. Any large bureaucracy, the, the, the swamps will form. So, Lord willing, those true brothers and sisters who are corrupt in that will be, I mean, repent, and they may not repent unless we hold them accountable. So we do it for the honor of Christ and for their own good so that they'll repent and we can fully restore them and have fellowship with them again and work together again. But I am convinced that there are some false brothers, you know, in seminaries and in some of these high positions that are false brothers because they preach a different gospel and their actions are inconsistent with um, the way Christ would act. For those, if they we we need to expo- we need to expose them and hold them accountable, so that if they don't repent, we can get them out and not put them in positions of leadership and not keep paying their salaries. One last thing: the NAM North American Mission Board made a presentation, and their numbers have been way down. I mean, of what they've been doing. Uh, and of course, some of that is due to COVID, but there's been a lot of questions raised about their finances, what they're doing with the money. A lot of whistleblowers have raised concerns. And one guy from the floor said, hey, uh, you know, in our laws, it says we can look, request these finances and see it. And Nam just basically dodged that question. It did not look good. It made them, I think, look guilty. They They need to reveal this info. Number two, someone else raised a, uh, a another, if I said resolution, I'm sorry, I meant motion. And another person raised a motion and said, you know, the part of the mission of NAM is to make disciples of all nations. How are you discipling your evangelists and church planners <clears throat> and others that abortion is wrong and we need to abolish it completely, immediately, uh, without exception? And the guy again said, well, we don't have any material like that. It hasn't come up. And, and then the the man bringing the resolution again said, well, don't you agree it's a gospel issue? He goes, well, I mean, I'm against it, but, you know, we that's not something we focus on. So, again, did not look good. Um, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of people in the North American Mission Board that do a lot of great things, but that is where I've heard there's been a, some of the most corruption. And so it didn't look good there. I hope that gets corrected because, I mean, missions are important. It's one of the critical roles of the church. And so that was the last little bit I wanted to add. almost forgot about it, but that was pretty— it was one of the last things to happen before we broke for uh, lunch, and it was pretty pretty epic. Anyways, hope this was helpful. Got to eat quick. Got to get back. 
I'll give you a more thorough update tonight, Lord willing. God bless, guys. Keep praying for it. Bye. If you like Slaying Giants, please visit the website at slanggiantshow.com and support us via PayPal. You can also contact us at slanggiantshow at protonmail.com. Slaying Giants is a Joe Sneed Creative Production.